All right, this is the Euphoria podcast, podcast about all things EULCS. I'm Daniel Dracos, welcoming back Martin DeFisciolunga, the moose on the loose. It's what happened here, man. We got new tables. We got new tables. I don't know how to sit in this chair. I, I invited like, Vettius. Lean back like this. The one thing you told me never to do, I'm sorry, but I did it while I did, you were I gone. watched the episode. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. <laughs> all right. Amazing was fine. Amazing did all right. It's now a video podcast if you're watching us on YouTube. Hello, uh, if you're not, you're probably listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Our guests today are going to be Memento and Senkux. Our topics for the day are going to be top five junglers slash mid laners in the EULCS as well as updating our EULCS tier list, which uh, oh my god, which if you remember from week one or if you can see currently is uh, is pretty wrong, pretty yeah. horribly. We were super drunk, we, but no, we were sober. That's the sad <laughs> thing. We were especially sober. Uh, as one final note before we get our guests in here, bet updates. We beat the dive. EU was triumphant yes. in Rift Rivals. They now have to make us a commercial um, a promo video, a promo video for our podcast. Uh, Azale had some really good ideas. I'm excited to see how it works out. Should be coming out soon. I don't know how long it's going to take them to make it, so I don't want to. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Uh, the other thing is, uh, yeah, I still lost to Odawamne. We didn't forget about that. Um, so I will be dressing up like a cheerleader for Splice on Saturday, and attempting to do a cartwheel, and also giving a cheer and uh, cheering. I'll be on stage cheering Splice if broadcast lets me on stage. We're going to find out. I haven't asked yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with the belly? I don't know. Are you I, showing at all? If if there's belly in the cheerleader oh, outfit we purchased, then I will be showing some belly. Uh, quick reminder as well. Uh, Amazing has still not actually done what he's supposed to do after he lost yep. to Verius. He has to do a volleyball dance. He has to record it and upload it. He's currently on our wall of shame. You guys can't see it yet, but it's, it's over there. Wall of shame. Uh, please do tweet at him. And make sure he knows that we yeah. do not accept people. And while we don't doing this. advocate harassing him, just you know, if you're pressed and you yeah. see him in an interview, just ask, hey, why did you not do follow through on your bet? Maybe if you're at a you know fan signing, if Schalke managed to win a game, you can. Or maybe if you do an interview for the EULCS broadcast, it might be a question, you know, at the end. Potentially. R- really easy dance. We gave him like a really easy dance. Mm-hmm. So a little follow through would be good there. We'll see if Maurice wants to do it. But now I do want to welcome uh, Senkux and Memento. Come on, guys. Don't forget your stuff, Mento. We know you brought a oh, variety. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. all right. One all of right, the players right. remembered to bring yeah, gifts. So, I mean, as I actually of, have three gifts. <laughs> you didn't tell me anything. As of last episode, to be fair, your manager didn't tell you anything. It says explicitly somewhere in the email, I hope, that you're supposed to bring gifts. And Memento here, you're an overachiever, yeah. dude. You doubled I mean, down. I just, I never settled for less. Like, I brought some uh, Swedish coffee that I use. It's the, the only thing that gets me through the day as a jungler. Sounds really sad, but also great. I mean, it's the strongest coffee they have, and I know how much uh, junglers get mentally abused, so it's the only <laughs> thing I can, like, handle. And then I have... Uh, trash bags. <laughs> oh. it's, for the le- it's not trash bags, man. <laughs> it's not trash bags. This is just, like, you know when you're, you're like, a gamer, and you need, like... Uh, okay. It's for your wrist. Okay, honestly, I just found this in the house. And <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry, guys, but you uh, guys can have it, okay? You know what? You can keep the wrist thing because I think you need the wrist, but we'll take the coffee. You want to pass that down? Yeah, yeah, coffee's great. Yeah, that's good. We'll take it's that. It's a nice cup. What's the brand name? Arvid Nordqvist. Oh, Arvid Nordqvist. Of course. The best Strong the best. Swedish brand. People Planet Coffee, it says. Extra Mork. <laughs> <laughs> extra Mork. Extra Dark. Extra Dark. Yeah. Got it. And Intensive. Intense. I like it. We'll try it after the show. We'll see if it m- makes me uh, ready to stand up to the mental abuse of being a jungler. Yeah. And Senkooks? I just brought me. 
That's my gift to you guys. Look, this guy's on a number one team, and suddenly it's just all goes to your head. You're like, I am, I am the gift to the <laughs> okay, podcast. When I get home, I'll flame my manager personally. That's great. That's actually the only thing we wanted you to do. Flame your manager. See, that's, I will do that for you. Great. Like, so, I'm already doing it on a daily basis. Okay, wow. It's a little shade there. Okay, Andy. <laughs> it's not Sorry. a great job to be Mr. Crazy Cats. I love you, Andy. <laughs> uh, quick World Cup check-in. Denmark, Sweden. <sighs> yeah. They just had the easier bracket. I definitely think Sweden had the easier we, we bracket. Easy. Yeah. yeah, really? It's actually just so, so, obviously both teams got knocked out. Yeah. But it really hurts that Sweden actually managed to advance to the quarterfinal and Denmark did not. The fact that we were supposed to win, we controlled the game against Croatia for like... I mean the second half, the first half. The second half we controlled. <laughs> Our goalkeeper like saves three penalties in the game mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we still managed to lose. Is like the saddest thing in the world because we don't have a striker. We don't have anyone who can actually kick the ball. Lord Bender, like where is he? Yeah, he's gone. When, he's not when even you there. Need him. So it's like actually the fact that we couldn't score just more. Really, it, just, it kind of shows your country's strengths, right? The guy who gets to use his hands is good. Good handball country. The people who have to use their feet. Terrible. I guess. I guess utter, yeah. <laughs> utter trash. Oh I guess you have a point. <laughs> How's Sweden that? did better though. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna, as you guys are a little you, too many Danes here, but good job. Thank you. Yeah, I mean well we done. got demolished against England, but uh, I was watching that game with Freddie, and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, I lost a bet. What kind of football fan is Freddie? He's like the most quiet guy. In yeah, the he's world. like the most chill guy ever. He just sits at the couch and he's like, yeah, they did a goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is he like go crazy? That's nice. And I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm screaming. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Sweden? Oh my God, was, I love, I love. Uh, no, he's so, he's so chill, man. Are you sad Slatan is not on the team? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but I mean, we got this far without him, so... I mean, they're playing better without him. Yeah, exactly. We're playing as a team. I feel like Sweden is really a team now, you know? I mean, that's what the Danish commentators kept saying in all the games, because just like with uh, regular broadcast or esports commentators, yes. we only have a couple of storylines per team. Ah, yes. <laughs> and the Danish commentator got to use them all in the first few games, and the Sweden one was... There's no Slatan. They are now more of a team. They all play for each other. They're all great friends. They have fun. Wait, so like when Power of Evil left Misfits and we're like, they're a team now. It's, exactly. They're that, playing together that kind of as stuff. a unit. Because when I heard it, I was like, wait a minute, we've definitely used that one in Evil's yes a few times as well. Like the old Splice lineup, they were all friends. It was a team. It wasn't about a star player. Uh, so I was like, they probably stole that from our, from our broadcast. But uh, the reason I actually asked about Slatan, because I saw you uh, don't remember it was an interview or tweet. But you yeah. mentioned Slatan. you use him as inspiration. I mean, I don't really use him that much of inspiration. Oh, inspiration. I just meant that I read his book, I Am Slatan, uh, while I was uh, in off-season. And it really kind of inspired me, or like his view on life and how he always like... I mean, he just has kind of like a really nice personality, you know? A really strong one that he really wants to achieve everything, you know? He never settles for less. And that kind of motivated me to like... You know, seeing, see things in his perspective. Dang, that's way better than I thought. We were just looking at like him as like a player on the field, but I didn't realize he had written a book and there was like more oh, insight. Yeah, in the book uh, I mean, I recommend it honestly. Like, actually, I ordered it yesterday. Book. Really, you really? did, man! It fits together with all the guests <laughs> now. <laughs> Who right. inspires you? I don't know. I, don't, I no one. Look, you. Mike. There you go. There you go. He Thank can't. You. He won't write a book, but. Oh, maybe but one day I will. There you go. Watch the podcast. <laughs> We're going to have a Zlatan book club. This is, I think, the next. What do you call it? Wait, Zlatan. What, what <laughs> How do you say it? Say that again, Mr. American? <laughs> I don't want to say it again. Now I'm concerned. No, please. Zlatan? 
Oh, what God, are you even seeing? There's this. How do you Who say it? Who is this person? Slatan. Slatan. Wait, what did you even try to say? Slatan. Slatan. <laughs> and I even already said his name like three times. I'm sorry. It's how it's French. phonetic. Yes. Oh, there's actually a great story there. I mean, I can keep going about this, but the American commentators. You know the French player? Yeah. yeah. Angry. No, I mean I don't. But okay, sure. so like very famous <laughs> French player, won the World Cup. You know, yeah. played for many years. Uh, Azale told me when he started watching football with American commentators, they were just like. Here's Henry. Henry, Henry with the ball. And I'm just like, come on. Like, it takes like two seconds to listen to the actual, you know, European commentators to go like Henry. I probably might even slightly mispronounce Look, it. Americans just have a, a bad track record. Like, I love you remember Prawley, his, his last name is Hamad, and people just called him Hammond. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hammond. <laughs> oh, All right. I love it. Last thing, we're going deep here on like the off-topic stuff. We're going straight to Memento. I, I want to ask back to Memento. Actually, let's get the, your interpretation. I'm going to read you a tweet, and I want you to know, I want you to tell me what it sounds like. This is from Memento, at Memento underscore lol. I never understood why people ask what's wrong with you. It's such an impossible question to answer. Now, if people ask me what's correct with you, that's a question I could answer because that list is non-existent. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I saw that some people were like, looking at it and thinking <laughs> Memento was depressed or something. But I don't know. It's just, uh, it just seems like a joke to me. I mean, what if I ask you the question, what's correct with you? What's correct with you, Sankar? This is not it, like, pretty long as well. Is it a long list? Yeah, you mean like top three or something? Ego player, I'm telling you. Okay, so I mean, you... Ever <laughs> since they started winning in LCS, it's just... I know, it's downhill. insane. Ego player, just constantly, everywhere you go. But I, was, this, was this a joke <laughs> tweet or was this like a, I'm in a deep emotional place right now? No, it was just a joke, man. It was just a simple joke. Because someone said the, the same day, like, what is wrong with you, you know? Like, after some scrim, I was like... There's too many things, you know. There's too many things that are wrong with people. What do you? What do you? How do I answer like, that? After yes. How does one answer that question? There are like so many things. So I just thought about it. I was like, "What is correct with you?" Now that's that's a question we should be. Like, that's an equally be. difficult question, though. I don't. <laughs> you just. You I mean, kind of bad. I mean, you don't need to like pretend that you're. You have so many things that's correct about you. Like we all know we're. We're all failures in the end, you know? So I this, mean, I guess, yeah. Wow, this became really deep really fast. <laughs> Let's talk about that but, only so, about our lives. We're all failures in the end. Let's talk about the p five people in mid lane and jungle that are the least failures. It's our top five mid jungle list. That was a terrible transition. I can see it in your eyes. I You're thought painted. music was gonna play or something. <laughs> You're like, din, 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 din. Okay, so the first topic of the day is top five mid slash junglers. Uh, so, gentlemen, we gave you paper. In theory, you wrote a list down. It's, so it's a pretty long list. I will show the list to the camera that Senkuk wrote. <laughs> it has nothing on it. I don't know. That must mean he doesn't think any player is worthy <laughs> of his top five. Absolutely not. Okay, well, since you've done no work at all, how, how are you doing, Memento? Let's start with top five junglers all in right. EU. What, yes. What's your list? Run it Top through. of my head here. Uh, I went with number one, Junkos. Okay. The Braum player? Because this like... guy can play Braum, he can play <laughs> yeah, and he has the experience to be one of the best junglers. Or No, the best jungler. Right, all right. Then here we go second, we got Maxlor. Agree. He's uh, you know, a pretty good guy, I would say. Don't boost his confidence too much. Okay. Why is he good? I think he's good because he understands the game like on a, on a better level than all the other junglers. That's kind of how I rate the junglers. If they know what the hell they're doing, mm -hmm. then I know they're good. But mm. if they have no idea and they're just like trying some cheese or just farming, then I don't really see them worthy of like being rated as a good jungler. But I feel like Maxler really shows that he knows what is he, what is he, what is he doing mm -hmm. and playing towards his win condition. 
That's why I like him. This is going to be a great episode because Memento can actually explain why he likes players, which is not just he's good or he's inting, and I'm who, like, great. Who are you flaming specifically? I mean, just in the past. <laughs> just say the name, man. <laughs> we have had issues getting real explanations out of uh, certain people, but... Uh, okay. Carry right. on. Whatever, we'll figure out who he's flaming later, I guess. <laughs> no, just in general, <laughs> just in general. All right, so Yankos, All right. Memento, three, yeah. four, five. Oh, Max. No, Ma Yankos, Maxlor, one, Yankos, two. Maxlor, sorry, I got number my Number one, Jankos. Then we have uh, number three. I was actually not sure about this. It's uh, Xerxe and Broxa. So I'm not sure, it's a tie kind of, but uh, why I would rate Xerxes is because he seems to understand as well, like the game, and he knows where he has to be. Like a lot of times when I watch this guy's VODs, he seems to understand like when his top lane is getting doved, does he need to cover bot lane, does he need to, where does he need vision, mm -hmm. what do they need to like succeed his laners. Like in the first week he was really horrible and never played around top and didn't know what to do, but he seemed to like come back to his old state, where, right. like yeah. in spring split, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm curious on the subject of Xerxes, because this is kind of always an interesting topic, is like, do you think that even in the games where Splice is losing that you've seen, because I mean, there was a lot over Rift Rivals, that he's still like a really good contributing member and then it's other reasons that the team is losing? Because it seems to me like there's always Say a your line, say your famous line. My famous line. This is the most inconsistent jungler, top jungler in EU that we've, I think, ever had. Because some splits, I, he's like yeah. a monster. And other splits, he's just invisible. I think he really struggles like internationally. I think he played as well when he was in Unicorns of Love and they played versus Flash Wolves. Uh, was it, what was it, IEM? IEM. Yeah, and uh, he has got completely outjungled. But I think like in EU he kind of sucks in the beginning and then he just becomes like power mode like throughout the... It's like, okay, I can put it like this. In off-season this guy is like, you know, doesn't play League, he just like chills and just forgets everything, you know. Then he comes back and scrims, he's like, <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? I'm clueless. I oh could, yeah, I'm a uh, pro player. <laughs> oh yeah, right, man. And then he has like, you know, forgets everything, then he has relearns everything. Then it's like, wait, well, I'm actually a pretty decent player, you know, uh -huh. after he learns everything again. <laughs> so I think that's uh, kind of like his thing. But internationally, I have no idea. I think he has, his style maybe doesn't match it because they play a lot faster, I would say. Yeah. Sure, yeah, he's, he definitely likes to form. Yeah. For sure. Just a very like, he's a, just a very, when I think of him, I think I'm facing a guy who doesn't make many mistakes, you know, this guy's mm -hmm. gonna farm up, he's not gonna fall behind, he's not gonna go for these like random level 2 ganks mm -hmm. and like hope to snowball the game. He's like farming up, plays towards his win condition, and then if he doesn't have a win condition, then he looks really horribly, horrible, like he did in Rift Rivals. So that's why I, uh, I rate him number 3. I think he actually has some brain. Sure. So is, you said he's, yeah. is he's tied with Broxa? So they... Yeah, he's tied with Broxa because I think Broxa has also been one of the most consistent junglers in... Like ever since, you know, last year, he come, this guy comes in in Spring Split, first, first split, you know? Mm -hmm. I never thought highly of this guy because I thought he was always like just a cheese jungler who just played, sol uh, played the lease all the time and he probably didn't have any brain, you know? We definitely heard that one from a yeah. lot of junglers. I mean, it definitely he, wasn't he, like the wow. thing is, when I face this guy, you know, in Spring Split or like... Before, you know, you never feel like a threat. You never feel like enemy jungler has Broxa. I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna need to be careful in, at my red buff. This guy's gonna be invading me. He's gonna be, he's gonna be coming into my jungle. He's gonna be uh, counter ganking, you know? But you never feel this when you mm -hmm. face him. Uh, at least before, I would say. That's why I never rated him as a, like a high jungler or like a really good. A lot player. of people also yeah. will say like you have like oh last week you had like the best laners around you so yeah exactly and I feel like no matter what you did your team would be winning early yeah. game yeah uh, exactly so he never looked like really good but the thing is he, why he fits Fnatic perfectly is because he's like he's so consistent you know he doesn't mm -hmm. really int he never goes for like 
this int place where he tries to like one v nine the game because he doesn't need to, <laughs> and that's yeah. what makes that's it perfect. True. And when they had amazing in when was 2017, right? That was when I get yeah. relegated. So I remember that split very, very, <laughs> very well, very well. Great achievement. Um, yeah, and amazing is kind of the guy who's like he looks like the guy who just wants to play one way, you know, mm. and he kind of wants to be the carry as well. And I think that's kind of like collided with their playstyle. So they sure. brought in Broxa. Broxa is just like a tamed dog, I would say. And they're just like... <laughs> in a positive way. Yeah, in a positive way, guys. In a positive way. And they're just saying like, hey, okay, you do this. And he's like, okay. You know? true. <laughs> he's actually like, he's the dog, so The easy, wolf man. there really made that for me. Thank you for the wolf. That, <laughs> he's yeah. really easy to like, whenever you talk to him as well, like he's so down to earth. It's yeah. never the whole like, you know, he doesn't seem emotional. Uh, he yeah. seems to just always follow what the team needs him to do. I actually like. I was like, I've been high on Broxa yeah. and I was down on Broxa, but I'm kind of back on on on, on the, the Broxa hype train. On the Broxa yeah. hype train, but I really want to see him on a different team mm. before I fully want to commit to saying he's like yeah. the best jungler yeah. or something. Uh, because I just want to see what happens if you put him on Rocket right now and you put you on Fnatic. Do you just instantly look like the best jungler? You know, mm. and does he look like the worst, or what happens? Yeah, I mean that's really hard to say because. You don't really know, like, if my playstyle is kind of nice, like, fits with Fnatic, you know? Because I like to more take more resources, try, mm. well, play more as a, ah, I don't know how to say it. Carry. Yeah, kind of. Like, I like to be a carrier, you know? <laughs> I like uh, to go for these risky plays, but maybe true. it's not good for, like, another team. So I think he just fits perfectly for Fnatic. And so who's, who's left on the list, then? That's my question. <laughs> well, it's the one and only DJ Oko. DJ oh, Oko? Interesting. Yeah. DJ um, Oko, is, no, is he number five? So he's he number five. He's okay. number five. So four and three, we got the Brox and like You're not tie, rating yourself. You're not rating them. No, I'm not rating them. I would, I would put myself probably yeah, third or fourth, I would put myself. Sure. In that tie. Yeah. So DJ Oko is, is potentially the sixth, fifth, sixth. He's like in the, the distinct. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I kind of forgot. What junglers were happy to use? <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one you remember. After a while, you know? I was like, what other teams are? Because we got like Gilius. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like Gilius, there's Cold, there's Amazing, there's Shook. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. DJ yeah. Oko. Yeah, non, non, ex non exist. All right. Uh, if, if you can also just be honest, like after top four, like yeah. it can just be a mess, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, but I put uh, Joko here because mm -hmm. I think he's uh, actually improved quite a lot. I was kind of surprised in Vitality last year. This guy looked like really garbage. Yep. Yep. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this guy. <laughs> that was rude. You know, <laughs> you know, I was looking. I was like, this guy will never get a job again, man. You know. <laughs> but uh, then he just comes off after off season. You know, this guy just understands the entire game, and he just uh, like completely one v nines at least in like scrims, talking mm -hmm. about scrims. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, what? What the? Who the? Who the hell is this guy, man? And why? What did he do during off season? You know. And Practice, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he just cash. seems to like have reached another level. And then I also saw the Vitality interview where he said like he was mentally abused. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that was some was, disturbing yeah. stuff. Because I know as well, like with this team atmosphere, you know, it's really rough to play, especially as a jungler. You know, mm. you're always the so, one getting blamed. Yeah, exactly, and like it's really rough. So I yeah. can understand that. Zinkus, do you agree with the list? With the jungle list? Yeah. Yes. 
Because we've given you, we've also given you some minutes not only to listen but to write your own. Yeah, but I, I see now. I, I'm like mental. Like I forgot who's left. Provers like, <laughs> never remember the players in that's, the league. It's like it's no, ten I, names. I, I like no, to remember them, but then I try to remember them and put them here, and that's <laughs> the really hard part. Yes, but I mean, if if I can see like the team, you know, then I can. Oh, that's uh, unicorn slow. That's cold, you know. Right. Yeah. But I can't even think of the teams, man. <laughs> so it's really hard. Well, I don't know. I think. I think. I guess. <laughs> I mean, the only one I'm unsure about is Serksy because of the start of this split mm. so far. Mm. But I think for the rest, I can agree. Mm. Oh, so then what's your list? <sighs> well, Ooh, okay. So wait, first off, does it include you or does it not include you? Let's it, start there. It does not include me. Okay, so you've not that you're at the bottom five. You're just excluding yourself from the yeah. ranking entirely. Yeah, okay, I'm just excluding right, cool. myself. But it's, I don't know, man. It's so hard to do the first one because of course it's between Perks and Caps, but Perks is like playing phone games almost all the time, mm -hmm. and it's like really hard to judge because it's a bit easier to look like the good player in, that, in those ways, but they're still playing it well, so from this split, and since Perks has been the main character, I'll probably put Perks first for now, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and Cap second, and now we get to the interesting parts. Because, quick point to the Perks one there. Um, I think the fact that G2 looked so good with Funnel, a lot of it comes down to how well he did play it. Sure, he got yeah. fed, but like there's a lot of moments yeah, no, where he was making really sick outplays, where I watched the other teams try and do it from around the world, and then the Funnel guy just walks into like the first stun in a team fight and just dies, and you're like, okay, <laughs> that was pretty bad. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. He actually played it well, and that's yeah. like kind of based on that, but it's also, I mean, it's easier to do those kind of things sure, when you're sure. so far ahead, but I mean, for the third one, I mean, I put Exile on the list here, but I'm not. That's interesting. Like, I think, okay. I think, I think Exile and Cold is like pretty good duo overall, mm -hmm. and I think that's the main reason I put him there. I think also, I don't know, like the rest of the list, like I just don't know what to put there to be honest. Like, so, who else do we put there? Like uh, Niski is up there, I think. But, yeah, Niski. But since Splice is having, I mean, I just think UL is playing better overall right now than Splice is, so. What about Nuke Duck? I forgot about Shelikens, that's true. But is that's he a top point. five mid laner right now? Because if you ask uh, the community, he's gotten so many chances over the last few years. Yeah. Shag has not been performing this Some year. Some people have built him up multiple Some times. Some people will hype him every split. I think it's really hard to judge Nuke Duck because of the state that Shelik is kind of in right now. Mm. Like. I think he's. I think he's still a good player, and I still. Yeah, I think he's top five, but I don't think it's like last bit. I think in the start he was the best mid laner in the start of last bit. Right. Mm. That's where the year of nuked up started. Started. And then the man, it died quick. We got to week three and it just crashed into a wall, <laughs> and we could never say that again. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, I think I'll put Perks, Caps, Exile, Niski. And then Nuke Dog. All right, we got a list. The Exile one is really interesting. Like, what is he? What is he actually doing better? Because in the past, so Midland has used to always Perks, put him Caps, Exile, Exile, Niski, Nuke Dog. I mean, this is like basically based off like five weeks of scrim and LCS, or five six weeks of scrims and LCS. But I don't know. I just think him and Cole play better together than most of the other duos, and it's harder to play against them than a lot of the other teams. And I think right now it's not always. I mean, sometimes it's easy to judge the mid laner by himself, but there's also a lot of like how you play with your jungler to it, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are one of the better ones right now. I think Ixa always had the problem of being too aggressive, but I think it's not as bad as it was last bit, for example. 
I still think he has his moments where I then kind of rethink, is he up there? And that's why I'm not sure. I mean, three and four is, is kind of like this one. It could be Niski or XL. Dude, just the fact we have him there is a huge change yeah. from yeah, yeah, yeah. the last couple of and years. I'm, I'm curious, well, because he's been so, I mean, down mostly. Yeah, right? He has been... one or two outstanding games. He had that one really great season. But, you, I mean, memento for you, you're playing yeah. Unicorns Love this week. Is that like, are you thinking a lot about how you're going to tackle that jungle mid duo? Because I think it's pretty much everyone can see that the Unicorns oh, Love yeah. strategy is play around mid. <laughs> like, you know that that entire team is going to show up in the mid lane. I mean, I definitely think Cold and Exile are like a really good, you know, duo. But I don't think they're like the reason why Exile can actually play aggressive. I think it's more Totoro coming from bot lane was actually oh enabling them, you know, because it's a lot about like support now, how well they can roam to mid lane and help their mid laner. But so I'm not really too threatened about Cold or Exile. I don't think they're that outstanding. Yeah, we also got to say that the gap between from two to three, four, five. It's sure. a bit bigger than it's yeah. been for a while, I think. I, it's very clearly a battle between two here's, players. Here's my question. The, the battle for first, right, between those two players, are you in that battle if we add you to this list? Or are you yeah. you're in that battle? You yeah. think you're in top three right now? Yeah. That's cool, because I think that's, that's the kind of confidence that we would not have expected coming into this season. I will also politely disagree with you. <laughs> that's fine. Even though you guys are 6-0, and I think you are playing a lot better this split, uh, so I think that's great. We will see by the end of the split. Uh, yeah, that's we great. Have another talk. Prove me wrong, baby. <laughs> we bring you back for playoffs when you're in that final. And look, and we can follow up later when we do the uh, the tier list update. Talk a little bit more about yeah, mid, yeah, mid lane sure. specific matchups. Get you in Good there. Good list, though. Interesting stuff. Exile number three, dude. That's hype. For I me. respect number that. three and four. Number three and four. Or that doesn't uh, matter. Five. 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 Uh, next up, gentlemen, it's time for something to, you know, break the game, something a little more, well, honestly, totally BS. It's called Would You Rather. Uh, Jack pointed out on Dive 4. Yeah, he ruined it. That he basically said this or, it's kind of this or that. It's kind of this or that, but we're going to call it, we're going to call it better. Yeah, this is a better version. This is a better version of this or that, because we get to be more controversial. All right, guys, let's say you're playing at Rift Rivals, right? Here's the situation. You can... Go 3-0 in group stage, but you int your region in the finals. Or you can get embarrassed going 0-3 in groups, but win a clutch game in the final and to turn it around for Europe. I'd rather go for the 3-0 in group stage, honestly. <laughs> Even if it means you lose the final. What if you lose the final because of you? Actually, if, if it's because of me, then... No, I would, I would I feel mean, really horrible. Uh, okay, actually, if it makes EU look like the better region, if I win that one game, then I'd go for that one in the finals. But you, they would have most likely have had two chances, though. Well, you're, you're, you're you this mean, is a purely theoretical question. I don't know what you're trying to attach it to in real life. Well, I, if it went two and two, <laughs> they would have had... Yeah, so, so we set up the scenario here. You are G2 Esports. Okay? You have your 3-0 from groups. Okay. You lose the first game of the final like they did. But you come back out for game five, the deciding game. And you lose. And you lose again. Well, then I would rather win the one game. You just take the one game. Yeah. You, not the, all the praise and the hype of the 3 0 group. It doesn't stage. matter because it will fall down and all the hate and the shit you will get after that will be even more. Yeah. I guess because that is also losing two games, technically. I mean, if you lose two games and like you're in the whole region, there's some EU fans who's going to tweet at you. <laughs> that is true. Does that, does that bother you? Personally, like, not. Not really, but 
I mean, I'm kind of used to it from last bit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I'll send you a couple of To be clear, well. since you ruined the hypothetical, Sorry. Are you, you both would rather be Splice in this scenario than G2. Yes. Yeah. All right. Based on what happened, though, I would rather be G2. What? Overall. I mean, I would rather be G2 if, if, if we don't see that last game. Yeah. Yeah. But if they were to lose two games... I agree, the then, final, I would then, I would then I would definitely take Splice. Then I would definitely take Splice. But it's actually smart that Splice went 0-3 in groups because it is a golden rule at international tournaments that the number one NA team Chokes. must always lose to the weakest of the opponents. That's just how it works. It, wildcard teams or whatever it is. So Splice actually had it all figured out. Also, they didn't show the Heimerdinger in group stages. Pulled it right out against They baited him. But that Caitlyn... The ULCS. That, the yeah, once, but they don't the, watch that. That Caitlyn Zillion Zach draft. It was all a bait. It was just it a bait. It wasn't like, a bad draft, guys. guys. I think they're we're idiots. <laughs> and then, bam, here's the Heimerdinger. And they also got Aatrox. And that's why Peter... Don he got coach of the split, right? He did. That's right why there. he got it. Coach of the split. Big Peter brain. Dunn. Got him out. All right, guys, next, next one. As an individual player, would you rather have one god-tier split every year and one terrible split every year or two average splits? That's actually a hard one. Yeah. I mean, for me, for some reason, every spring, sp spring split is always way worse for me than my summer. And summer is generally more important because Worlds comes after. So if it's in that order, I'd rather be okay. bad in spring and good in summer. Would you say the same? I would say the same. Because I remember Wonder, he was really garbage in his first <laughs> spring split, no? This guy was like... The worst top player, like locking in this Quinn, just running it down. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? And this guy just becomes the faker of top lane the next split, so... I think I'd rather have a bad split and improve from it, and then go from summer split having a godlike split. Okay, so it's... You would both agree if you can t pick, right? If you can go spring bad, yeah, summer yeah. good. If you can't pick and it's totally random, would you still take the gamble, or would you rather just be take average? gamble. <laughs> I'll take the gamble, you baby, any day. the coin I flip? I mean, I, I, I guess, guess I'll take the coin flip. Can we flip the coin flip? <laughs> All right, which split are you going to suck next? Because year? it's also like uh, if you take the one with a god tier split and then uh, a, a terrible split, like if you are lucky and it's timed that you have the god tier split when your contract runs out, mm -hmm. when you didn't have a discussion with your team about next year, there's no way they're not going to resign you, even though you had a terrible spring <laughs> split, because they're like, this guy was insane. That like, was nuts. Number one jungler, whatever it is. Licency like, bias. You're going to get your fatty contract, so that one is great. It's obviously not good if it's the other way around, <laughs> and you have the terrible split when your contract runs out, and they're like, yeah, we need to replace this guy. <laughs> Whoops. So I guess for, for job safety, I guess I would actually pick the average one. Uh, you're always going to be in the LCS, because you're always mm -hmm. average. You're, you're never going to be like... That terrible. is one thing I mean, the ULCS is I mean, if, you if you're average, want, you'll have a job. Do you only want to be average? Is like that's what you're aiming for, you know? As do you want to be terrible half the time? If, if that makes me god like the next split, then yeah, yeah. I might. I mean, like, Misfits in spring last year was not that good of a team. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they, they still beat us. We were a shit team as well, so. Yeah. But then in, in the summer when they make Worlds, and they made a pretty good run, you know. I guess that's like if you want to actually yeah. accomplish something. Yeah. But they were not terrible in spring. They were, they still made. No, play. they right. weren't terrible. But I'm saying the comp spring compared yeah, yeah, to yeah. summer, right? I have one one last mm. question. So you can become the greatest League of Legends player ever. Let's just say mechanical skill, whatever. You're just the best, best. Let's just say in Europe, just so it's not too insane. But you no longer enjoy the game. You're like, I hate League of Legends. I'm really good at it, but I can't stand it. Or you can be average, 
but you love the game, every minute of every, your day is like joyous because you get to spend it playing League of Legends, what would you pick? Average. Anything. But I think the first one is just not possible. It's not realistic. How can you hate the game so much and become the best? Like, that's so tired, you're burned I out. I mean, that's why it's hypothetical, Yeah, but right? then, like, sure, then you're burned out. But, like, you're saying you're, you're consistently the best player in Europe, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you become the best. For one year, you're consistently the best, but you hate the game. Sure, I mean, it can be a definite, it could be for one year. The time, the timeline could be up I mean, I'll probably take the average one anyway. Seems like a pretty boring I mean, for the life, mental health. My life. Yeah. yeah. I would choose Else, I'll need a lot of that Swedish coffee if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for, baby. <laughs> I don't know, that's actually a great question. Because that's the thing, is it's just like, for me, it's always interesting to hear how much people are willing to, like, sacrifice to, to mm. be the best, right? And, like, mental health seems really important to me, but also, I wonder if there are people in the LCS who'd be like, screw it, I'll be the best. Like, I don't yeah. care. All yeah, because, uh, I mean, winning. we just had a discussion before about you, you must, you know, want to be the best. Yeah. The God tier split and a, and a bad split. Like, if for one year you hate the game, but you, you practice so much... Did you become the best player in the world? I would probably pick that. And then you obviously would be forced to probably quit the game for your own mental health or something after. Or at least practice way less and then become way worse. Uh, but just having achieved being the greatest player, like, that's with you for your entire life. If you're just an average player, you play for a couple of years, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it just doesn't I, seem uh, very realistic, I mean, though. yeah, exactly. And... I mean, yeah, you could look back at it and be like, yeah, I was a godlike player, but I, I hated the game. Yeah, I guess yeah, you hated it. Would you regret it? No, like, but it's not only you, you hated the game, it's that you hated your life. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your, your life is the game, yeah. right? You're spending the whole day in a gaming house playing the game. Yeah, for four months or how long it is. And you just sit there every single day, same thing. And you hate That's it. true. I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. I think that part of me being the greedy, ambitious kind of person I am would want to pick that. But I think realistically, knowing who I am as a person, there's no way I would survive a year yeah. doing something that I hated. I would, I would break like a month in. That's fair. That's All right. Fair. Very deep questions. Yeah. yeah, so last time there were really BS, but I couldn't think of any really BS one other than <laughs> the first one. So, <laughs> sorry, we got a little, little, <laughs> a little emotional there. And we, we're learning a lot about personalities and we now know that these two guys value enjoying what they're doing which More. is honestly, like, which honestly is pretty normal, but it's how is it realistic that the best player for one year, not just one split, but one whole year? Because you're just grinding, you're grinding. But I don't see how that's like, possible. You have like unf unfathomable willpower, right? Like you have insane willpower and discipline, and despite the fact that you hate it, you do have the discipline to get up yeah, every day I, and keep I, doing it. I guarantee you, there are people in sports or other things who are doing exactly that. Yeah. I mean, where the drive to be the best, and obviously the fact that whatever is at the end of that is probably super great in terms of money and fame and achievements and all that kind of stuff, just drives them towards a goal enough that they grind it so much they absolutely hate it. But if they get to the end, it's worth it. Like, there's yeah, for sure okay, people with, like that. With that, like, as long as you think the end, end is worth it, then I might go with... That's the question. The if the end is worth it, yeah. If the end is worth it, I would go with the first one, yeah. The, hmm. the grinding. No, but it's kind of like right now, no? You still have the chance to be the best, and you could like sit all day and play solo queue, you could watch all the LCK about, and just not value your free time, and just work even yeah. harder, you know? Yeah, yeah. But there's also, but I mean, like, the, the, the one thing that is, like, good, that makes me optimistic, is that, like, this doesn't have to be the situation. Like, you don't, you could pursue being the best without having to hate your life, right? You could do it in a way that's healthy for you, good for your team, good for the people around you. 
right? You can tell me that the guy who is miserable and grinds five more hours a day might get there a little bit faster, for sure. But I, I don't believe that like the only way to become the best in League of Legends is to absolutely hate your life and oh, yeah, yeah. literally no. nothing else. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole thing as well now where more professional coaches are getting into the scene and people are learning that if you play 15 hours a day, you might actually not gain a lot of value from the last <laughs> five hours. You could just be sitting like a zombie playing to play and don't actually learn anything. And it probably was better for you to stop after the 10 hours and go do something completely different. So yeah. maybe the nonstop grind of I hate my life, everything is horrible, is actually not even the way to do it. Um, Definitely, that's something we're going to see more of in the future as well. That's good to hear. I think mental health is important. And we actually have a, a Twitter question for later to talk about mental health and, and the kind of the coaching that surrounds that these days. But for now, our next topic, EU LCS tier list. I'm going to go grab it. Oh, the big one? Uh, yeah, so as a reminder to everyone watching, our tier list was wrong. Hilariously wrong. I would go as far as to it say. It was uh, correct a week before LCS started. <laughs> yeah, until there were no results. Um, so... I will say one thing before you get to Oof. introduce the list. Misfits, we put them in B tier. We At did Max it, Lord's request. Exactly, we did it with a Misfits player it on the podcast. It just sounds like an excuse. He said, he said Joker tier? Put me Joker tier because I have no clue how we're going to play. And then you guys are 6-0. How bad is he at the game? So he doesn't realize you guys remind, are good. Let me remind everybody. So S tier Fnatic at the start of the season. A tier was Splice and G2. B tier was Misfits, Vitality, H2K. Ugh. C tier was Schalke and Rock Hat. D tier was Giants and Unicorns of Love. So, let's... Let's make a quick change. What's the quick change? Let's definitely put H2K in D tier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, here's the thing I want to get out of the way is, like, I think there's a lot of teams here where it's pretty much the TLDR is they're not good right now. And I want to get them out of the way because I don't want to spend too much time talking about these guys who are just... Who are struggling at the bottom? I don't want to. I don't want to play like. Let's figure out how they can turn it around, yeah, guys. Yeah. Like we play that game every week on the LCS. Like you don't need to do that with us. So, Giants and H2K, only D tier teams. I don't even know if I would put Giants yeah. there if H2K is there. Yeah, I was like, going to ask you guys that. Like move this down. No flame to H2K, but man, when we played them, like, we'll leave Unicorns of Love there for now. We're obviously we're going to probably move them. All right, keep going. I, I don't know. Hmm. Right, so you're saying when you played H2K, it was it was. It was interesting for the viewers. Are you it putting was very fun. on the INT? It was fun to play. I, I, I watched the game. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was over at like four or five minutes. Yeah, about five, I think. Uh, when Maxlaw went top lane. And bot lane died 2v2 as well. Uh, bot lane died 2v2 to a binding. And then Maxlaw went top, E flash on the Darius, killed the Darius, plus shook right after. Then it was 3-0 Misfits, and they had basically all three lanes pushing and winning. Uh, the game was over, so it was a quick vote. It was great. I was like, five minutes in, one note, this happened, and then I could move on to the next game. Uh, but yeah, they definitely are D tier. But as you guys are saying, is any team close to them? Are H two K in their own it. little hole? H two K. You put Joko yeah. on your list. Do yeah. you want Giants with them in D tier, or are they actually a step above? What is the in between D and C? Like they must have D plus. You don't have enough tiers, so they have to either be D or C. There can't be any. They can be like the lowest C tier team. That's also a thing. We don't. They're not ranked within the tiers. So if you have a specific, you can say that. You can say that the top is C tier for you, but I don't know. I feel like Giants are not as bad as H2K. I feel like they actually understand the game at on somewhat level. Yeah. Like it's not like they have no clue what they're doing. They just fail to execute it in LCS. 
And keep so. in mind, we can always move them later too, if like after we make the rest of this list, it looks more compelling. So for now, we take giants. Do they go C tier? We put them C tier. Yeah, but Rocket has to go to B tier. Yeah, okay, okay. Like there, there's a balance, just, you know, just, there has to be a balance. And right. Unicorns of Love also, of course, yeah. out of so the So I'm now yeah. taking all the magnets off, so we're just going to do our best to remember where everyone was, because it's too hard to move around. All right. All right. So wait, so Giants are now, so so far we have D tier, H2K, C tier, UOL, Giants. Putting UOL and C tier? You guys, you were praising Exile, Cold. No, I think, I think, I heard someone I'm, I'm trying to remember the stage games, but I think, yeah, because I remember. H2K are currently No, but on stage last week, or the week before the Rift Rivals, mm -hmm. weren't they, didn't they get completely smashed? That was a I really mean, bad I game. I didn't watch it. They had a really bad game against us as well, but I don't yeah. think they are a bad team, and that, they're 2-4 right now, and they... The same kind of happened last bit, I feel like. I don't... Like, you remember when they were, like, low yeah. and whatever. Yeah. The best 0-10 team or whatever, 10-place yeah, yeah. team. But they... I feel like when we played them before the split even started, I thought they would actually be, like, contending... Like, contesting for playoffs, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I, it's hard to judge because scrims is a thing and stage is another, but... I mean, I guess of stage games, we should probably judge that the most, so maybe C2, yeah? I think uh, putting them C tier is, is fair. I think they are level above Giants. Yeah, uh, I also think, think so they too. just generally have better players, which is going to be the most important things for the bottom teams. Like, the beautiful macro bottom team doesn't exist. Uh, there is instead the ones who have one or two good carries that can actually consistently win your games against the other bottom teams that tend to be the most consistent way of beating the guys underneath you. I think they got that, which is above H2K for sure. And, I also so, think above Giants. Then here's my question, because they're currently at two and four. They beat Splice, they beat Giants. Uh, there's two other two four teams currently, which are Splice and Schalke. And so are these guys are both I we can start with either one of these teams, but are both of these teams also in C tier? Is but, Unicorns a level worse than but these wait, teams? Maybe UL is higher because I remember UL's game against Schalke, they should not have lost that one. No. Also the game I mean, against sure Splice, they, they smashed, them. right? Yeah. They have typically a one part of the game is really good. I, I would late actually game, advocate... Late game is a problem. I would advocate that Unicorns of Love are a B-tier team at this point. Because they smash Splice. I would... I would, I would keep them at C-tier. That's fair. C -tier from That's fair. Until they show that they can actually... We need to make a C+. Plus. No, there is no C+, no C plus, baby. baby. No cop-outs. We can leave them in C for now. Put in the I rest think, of the team. I think until they... I think they have the most potential of the... C-tier teams. Currently, it's only I mean, Giants and Unicorns of Love. They have to have more than Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Giants is, we can say, for Okay, called. let's put in Schalke, because that's going to be one of the big ones that decide the rest, in my opinion. In so, terms of Schalke, 2-4. They got... Uh, where is so, the they have played all the top teams. That's true. They've beaten... Oh, yeah, Tor Rocket. Yeah, they played them. Yeah, they, they played them Rocket guys. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of the top teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but interesting, so they're scheduled the next four weeks... Oh, sorry, two weeks, is they play Giants, H2K, Unicorns, and Splice. Hmm. Which means it's all the four teams. Currently. Yeah, but that doesn't. I mean, that doesn't affect what tier they're in. Well, it does mean the fact that two and f I'm just putting into There's context. Context their record. Them okay, being fair, two and fair, four fair. is against all the teams who are high in the standings, where some of the other teams who are two and four have actually lost also to the teams around them or potentially slightly underneath them. Uh, I'm not saying Schalke is a great team. Uh, I'm tired of hyping Schalke. I've tried. Yeah. It has backfired every <laughs> single time. It has. Um, so. I think Schalke are definitely not a tier above Unicorns. Yeah, I kind of agree with that because I feel, I don't know, it's really hard to put them because I feel like both Unicorns and Schalke are better than Giants. But It's not bad to have only one team in C tier either, but Memento's already put them there. 
Because I, uh, Memento, do you put Schalke above Unicorns? No. Same tier? Yeah, same tier, I would say. Slap in that C, or are we moving Unicorns up to B? Are we moving a bunch of guys up to B? We still have S tier, A tier, Y. I mean, we can still move it later. If it, if we can move it. Put them C for now, then. Put them C, C. Baby. The question then is, are Splice in the same tier? They lost the Unicorns of Love. This they, is gonna be like... Yeah, I yeah mean, that's fine. That's we not need a more, We need more space here in this side. We, we are fine. right now a very top-heavy region, in my opinion. Mm. Like, we have a lot of teams towards the bottom where it's really hard to judge them because one game they do something great and we're like, oh, it looks pretty good. And then the next game, they maybe die early game as a kindred. Um, and then suddenly they fall really far behind when that top lane Camille was supposed to snowball, but the kindred went up there and it really <laughs> backfired hard. Um, and then they look really bad, and you're like, what's, what's happening with this team? Um, I don't know who could potentially do that, but uh, it gets <laughs> okay. really difficult. So we put four teams on the board so far, so Shaka Giants, Unicorn C, we have D, H2K, but we have six teams left. Splice, Rocket, G2, Misfits, Vitality, and Fnatic. Who's, who's next? Who do you want to put up there next? Save the top teams, I guess, just so we're doing So where do we put Splice? Do we put them with the rest? Mm. I don't know, like the issue for Splice is... I don't know, the meta reading has been so bad, I think. Agree. And the yeah. meta is still here, baby. It was they've a, had like they've they, had a month they, to read the book, dude. They, they show that they could play Heimerding in both lane. Maybe they've, you know, they've adapted. Yeah, but then bit. again, the NA teams were quite They garbage. had no clue what to do against. Yeah. That will not be as effective in Europe. I think Spice will sit with the rest. I think, Sp I don't know, like, I feel like I said this for every team, but they have like more potential. But <laughs> because of last bit, they have like good players. But just the way they're drafting just doesn't make sense. And they have, I don't know, all their games has just looked really bad. C tier. Spice? For now, at least. Mental. Yeah, put them on C. Put them on C, baby. It's a fatty C tier we got there. It's a fatty, fatty C tier. Where do we put the great team Rocket? <sighs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't think I can put. I think you should start, to be honest. I yeah, should so start. make your argument. Where do you think you guys belong and why? How about that? Let's do it that way. I don't know. It's so hard because, you know, some games on stage, we show that, like, hey, we know exactly what the hell we're doing. We're going to... We, we can smash anyone, right? Then the other game, we play Hecarim and, you know, <laughs> right, yeah, down the the, right down the river and run it down. I think we're just really inconsistent, uh -huh. I'd say. Like, uh, but when I play on stage, I never feel really threatened by the other teams that they're like better players or better like team and that's kind of why I also put them on C tier these guys because we haven't really faced any top tier teams yet so I don't actually know what our real level is and how we stand up against them because last split we faced Fnatic and then we just got yeah obliterated like we got yeah. there was no joke I went 0-6 on Stravani then the next game uh, our, our bot lane had a rough game and then, you know uh, so it's really hard to say. So I mean, we had the G2 game, but that was the Hecarim one. Yeah. Obviously. So <laughs> that was a stomp. Yeah, yeah they stomped. And I mean, well. your wins, Giants and HDK are taking from two of the bottom teams for sure, but you also got a win off Vitality so far, which was... It's just, the question for me is, when you guys are winning, yeah. why are you good? I feel like we understand how to snowball and we know how to play to our win condition when we're winning, but... We just tend to like ruin the early game and we just end up like, you know, making a big mistake. Like against Schalke, you know, where we die at red buff, mm -hmm. or where I die. And we just end up setting ourselves behind and then we do an invade on both sides and we just, you know, we just... Um, I don't want to use any swear words, but we fudge 
ourselves. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Look at that. The yes. great fudge themselves. <laughs> a classic. So yeah, I would uh, still put us on C or B. I would like, say it's so B. Hard. I'd say running out of space in the C team. Yeah, so just put us on B, I would say. Because we're wait, I'm not putting anyone anywhere because we're running out of space. I'll make a double call in for C <laughs> no, if we I, have I think, to. I think they'll be. So what's what's why, why do you think that? What what separates the rest of the teams? I think on stage, they've generally showed better things than all of the teams on C tier, and I, I remember that one game against G two with a Hikarim. But I think it's I think we just try. We just say GG go next whenever you. Yeah, play. I just feel it's like a that practice was just, game, no? Yeah, yeah. That, that was just a practice. Yeah, it's a warm up. So B tier. I just feel like they've showed better things so far. The only B tier team so far. Okay. Hell Rock. Yeah. Step ahead of the rest. We might, again, we can still change it around the last minute, but I think it's fair to put them slightly above the rest. I'm I not agree. convinced you guys are actually that much better, though, than Schalke and Unicorns and Splice. Uh, just because whenever I watch you guys play, I feel like I've rolled the dice the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And if it went in your favor, I'm like, oh, great. Memento is snowballing. He's 5-0 now. Uh, Noskaren is roaming and getting kills in the mid lane. I'm like, this team looks pretty decent. Uh, you, you, actually, you guys have decent Baron setups. You know, yeah. you guys actually know how to use an advantage. But then, you know, the next game, as we, you already highlighted, the first thing backfires yeah. and the team just falls apart. And I'm like, that's yeah. then not a team that's really above. But that's why, know, the I th rest. that's why I also said like the C plus thing, because I think that like from UL, Spice and Schalke, like you said, I don't think the the difference is like that big, but I still think Rocket has shown better games okay. on stage than the rest That's so fine. far. It's like good. more more good games. There you go. Than the really bad ones. I mean the thing about being towards the bottom <laughs> of the sting of things, right, is you're gonna have pretty polarizing games. Team Vitality. Team Vitality is next on the list. So so far Rocket the only B tier team. We only have G two Fanatic Misfits and Vitality left. We'll start with Vitality. Because I imagine that they're fourth on the remaining teams list. They are, technically. So, my biggest problem third, is, I think the three fourth, teams third. above Vitality are definitely better. Fnatic, G2, Misfits. Mm -hmm. um, I think Vitality... I think they're pretty good. They're benefiting a lot from the meta. Uh, being able to, one, have roaming supports, which is good for Jack Troll. Two, play a lot of Mages Bottling, which is good for Attila. Um, so, I think overall, they are they're good. I don't think... I'm not as impressed with Vitality as, as I was last split in the start when it was the Jizuke show. And I was like, yeah. man, these guys are like just destroying Insane. everyone in the mid lane. Yeah. Uh, that's not happening right now. And I think that's, that hurts the overall level, even though it's actually better that they don't rely so much on one player. Um, I think they're a B tier team. I don't personally put them A tier, but I'm interested in hearing your opinions. Uh, I think also they're a B tier team. I never feel, at least when we play on stage, that they're like a you know, a good team. I never feel like threatened by them, but they're definitely better than the C-tier teams. Also, I feel like they're, if, if Jisuke is not snowballing, right, they, they look so lost. Like they, they look like, let's say like this. So if Jisuke doesn't have 10 kills in lanes, <laughs> then they don't know how to snowball because they like the mid lane pressure. Then Jisuke knows what to do. He roams bot lane, he roams yeah. top lane. Also, they have like really nice macro rotations, which they showed against us. And they just seem to like always group. Like they, play, they don't play normal League of Legends. So let's say the side lanes are pushed in and they need to fix them, right? But instead of fixing these side lanes, they just decide, hey, let's just group mid and fight, you know? And that's kind of why I don't rate them as highly as other people. So, because I don't feel they have like a really 
good understanding of League of Legends. But that's also what makes them, you know, so good. Because they're hard to play. Yeah, because they're hard to play against, hard to predict. What are they going to do next? They're not playing normal League of Legends. And that's what makes them, in my opinion, that, yeah, pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the part where, like, you don't know really what they're going to do. Yeah. Like, it's pretty random at times. That's what I think they had going for them, especially at the start of that split. And I think it threw off a lot of people. And obviously, Jisuke was playing a bit better there than he's done so far, even though he had a good last week before Rift Rivals. Because he's not even on your top five mid lane list. No, but that's because yeah. of the start of the split, because it was not going so well for him. He would, If I took the last week only, he would have been there for sure. Okay. But so. um, I mean, I think Vitality has really good early game, better than any of the teams on the list right now. But like the game against Rocket was, I don't know, like the, the, that game sh should really have been over so much faster. So I, I guess we put them beat here, but... You think they're slightly above Rocket? I think from the other games, yeah. Because I think the start of the split, they still play pretty well. And I think the, especially their bot lane, like the adaptation to the mages and stuff is like the best yep. thing going for them, I think. Compared to a lot of other bot lanes, I feel like they have a lot of issues playing these mages. And it's not even only in Europe. Like If you look all over the world, like you even yeah. see Korean AD carries trying to play mages and just looks... Yeah, not all of them are great. Uh, I will say though, I absolutely love when you guys explain their thought process around grouping five-man yeah. mid and just go for a fight. Because Yamato Cannon has now become what he hated the most, which was the old unicorns of love strategy. I don't think it's as bad <laughs> as no, you yeah. Okay, 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 fair enough. I just know that he hated that part, and oh, now Vitality are doing some of it at least. I, because it is easier, like it generally is easier to group five and engage than play yeah. one, three, one. I think they just look for a lot of more aggressive opportunities to like fight whenever they can. And I think that's more the reason I felt like the time with UL is just had no clue what to do. Yeah. So the only last yeah, solution yeah. was, let's run it down, guys. It is I, also a small problem that Jisuke is not like playing things like Rise true. all the yeah. time. Because then you could actually really take over the side lane. It is a little bit harder for him to do. So let's do it. Let's lock it in B tier. I personally put them B tier. Yeah, I would put them B tier. I mean, I guess I have no saying then. No, you do. You do, should vote. Because then, because the thing my is, my vote doesn't matter. Then doesn't yeah, but it doesn't change the tier list. But then, if someone's watching this and they say, "Oh my God, Senkux, how could you put them B tier?" You can go, "Hey, at least I said I said A." Do you think they're A tier? I think no. I think we need we probably need the A tier. So I think they're better than Rocket right now in terms of the early game. So there you go. Say to his face from the stage. <laughs> when Jisuke plays well, but I'll put them B tier. Yeah. B tier it is. B tier. Rocket Vitality. Three teams left, boys. Fnatic, G2, Misfits. A tier is open. Which one of these is going in A tier? S tier is open. Are they all S tier? S is G2 for sure. S tier G2 for sure. Would you agree with that, Sankox? I think they're just above everyone's level at this point. Ooh, there we go. So Misfits would be A tier on your list. Yeah. Ooh. That's, that's interesting. I think I'll put G2 S tier, but I would also put us S tier. And okay. Fnatic A tier. I think we're universally in agreement that yeah. G2 is S tier. Definitely agree with G2 being S tier. I agree. All right. The question then is, does anyone else get to go into S tier? Now. I mean, Memento, we have... you're saying sole possession of S tier is G2, right? Yeah. Also, just take sure. another Joker, Joker spot, like no, like Max. That doesn't exist no, anymore. The spot a. doesn't exist. It never existed. It was right there. Now we just put it up on A. It's the Joker spot. <laughs> 
I mean, I think... Um, B tier is not for jokers. B tier is B tier. <laughs> so I, I, I think Misfits, based on EULCS stage performance, deserves to be S tier as well. Yeah. I think, uh, actually, you said with Vitality, they have the best early game of the current teams we had on. I think Misfits have an even better early game than Vitality. Uh, a lot of it comes down to super strong bot lane 2v2, who's actually getting kills in their lane and, and putting pressure in lane, which you don't see from a lot of players who are still playing AD carries, because they tend to actually struggle against Swain and these kind of picks. But you guys always just get rid of Swain, Vladimir, Yasuo, and then either you pick one and you ban the other two, um, and then you can pick an AD carry, and then uh, Mickey is insane in lane, so Hansama's getting early kills, and that early pressure allows Maxwell to play bottom side, and then he gets ahead with Rift Scuttlers, and he gets a kill early, and then he goes, then top lane there's a Mundo sitting and doing nothing. So I love your early game. I think you guys are insane in snowballing. I think the fact that meta is quick is fantastic. This meta change has been the greatest for you guys, yeah. because snowballing the game is so much easier, and you 100% should be on the same tier as All right, too. I think based on these six, six games it's been so yes. far? Yes, six. I think... I definitely think we deserve to be S tier of those games we've had on the stage, even though we're obviously on our perfect team, still have a lot to work on. So, so does that mean Fnatic is A tier? Is Fnatic below these other two teams? Because so regardless of where you rank Misfits, is Fnatic at the same level as G two? Let's start there for you. No, I don't think so. Okay. Why? I think they're like right now with their. They were like putting Whippo, they're not playing with Reckless anymore. I think mm -hmm. last split when they had Reckless, they were obviously like really ahead of other bot laners. So they got like a huge advantage just from that. But right now with this meta shift and Reckless not adapting to it, I'm not, I don't really see them like, they're it's kind of hard to say. Like, yeah, kind of. But they're not really, yeah, I mean, working as a team <laughs> like they used to mm. last split. So I don't, I feel like they haven't really found their structure yet mm -hmm. with this uh, with Whippo in bot lane because they still have like this I think in the Rift Rivals they had like some rough games yeah uh, I don't really remember all the Rift Rivals games that's fair they also they were both good and bad there was definitely <laughs> some great games from Fnatic but those have some where uh, just individual players getting caught out was a huge yeah. issue for them and like delayed the game when it shouldn't um, but I, I think What's interesting for me is uh, I looked at the, the 10 teams in the EU and I tried to ask myself, okay, the meta change that happened was so huge, is obviously what everyone talks about. Who did it actually hurt the most? And obviously the first one is H2K. Uh, went from being at the end a middle uh, playoff team mm. to now being 0-6 and losing everything. But that's how they started last bit as well. So I'm actually mm. not 100% sure if it hurt them the most. I think it actually hurt Fnatic the most. Even though now they will say it's a great benefit, they can play Whippo, but they went from being the S-tier team in Europe yeah. who in the late game, unless they played Misfits, would for, for some reason they couldn't beat you guys in the late game teamfights. But <laughs> we if, lost to everybody else in the late I game. I know. <laughs> if they didn't play Misfits, would just style on everyone in teamfights because they had reckless and caps. In the EOLCS final, every game they would lose early, go to 25 minutes, take a teamfight, pentacle reckless. Mm -hmm. That's gone. That safety of late game is gone, yeah. and they are no longer the S-tier team in Europe. So I guess because of that, this meta change in terms of current results have actually hurt Fnatic a lot, uh, not being able to use Reckless. Um, that puts them a tier under, for me at least, yeah. which is why I have to be a tier. I think, I think the people change was a good change for them. It was because of the meta. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the best bot laner 
now on these kind of champs because obviously he's played it before. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree. I think the Mets are kind of hurt Fnatic in some way. And I think Fnatic is still like really good team. And I think when they kind of like find their way again, I, I still think they will like, I don't think they're out of contention for like S tier, for example, you know? Like, no, and this is, I mean, this is mid-season based on the power rankings now, yeah. right? Because it's the same as true of most of these C tier teams that were like, hey, they have yeah, the potential exactly. to move up, but they're just not there. Yeah. But it's just crazy because if you ask me now, in a best of five, in this current meta, are Fnatic favorites to win the EULCS? Yes, I would say no. No, I'd say no. Last split, they 3-0 to final. Like, it was like the moment we get to 25 minutes, there's no chance yeah. for G2 to win. No, but what Fnatic was last split, that's what I feel about G2 right now. Because last split, I felt like Fnatic was just above everyone's level. Like, no one could even get close to them. Because there is such a huge gap mm -hmm. in the bot lane. So, and here's the reason rest. why that's an especially, uh, especially important statement, is because this week, our match of the week, game five, I believe, Mm -hmm. is G2 versus Misfits. That's kind so, of why I didn't put them as well, Misfits on S tier. Oh, you want to see the game Yes, first? I want to see the game first. Like, I want to see how they match up against G2, another strong team. So... This also tells me you're going to predict G2 to win this Let's game. do some predictions. <laughs> Who's going to win? Let's memento. So you, do you think right now that G2 are the favorites for that one? Yes. Well, I can't really say G2, can I? That yeah, no, you can't. I mean, That's you why can. you're here. You're looking at me like I have a choice. But I'm, like, no, I'm looking at you with this grin because I know you don't. <laughs> so you're going Misfits. I guess I am. I feel like this could make a great two versus two bit. We've had a lot of those in the past. Oh, man. A two versus There's two. a dog costume over there for oh. a reason with Oda Amne and myself. There was Jizuke singing the Euphoria song with I sang Drakos. that with him. That's a great who, one. Wait, but then the question is, Martin, who are you rooting for? I think Misfits will win. Ooh. I'll take G2 with Memento. I'm not afraid. I'll throw down. I'm already dressing up like a cheerleader this week. I can't go any further down than I already am. <laughs> okay. So we got two people, Senkooks and myself, on Misfits. We have you and Memento on G2 Esports for who is the number one team in Europe. And the question of does Misfits deserve to be in the same tier as G2 yeah. Esports. That's the most important thing. That's what you're playing for, obviously. This bad boy right here. Yeah, definitely. Does. The EU4 tier list. Yeah. That game is going to be insane. We're even going to TriCast it. We never TriCast anything. We do TriCast it. So before, before we figure out a bet for this, let me just remind everyone. So D tier H2K, C tier is Unicorns of Love, Giants, Schalke, and Splice. B tier is Rockhead, Vitality. A tier is Fnatic. And dueling currently for S tier, which would probably change if we updated it next week, depending on the results, is G2 and Misfits. I'll put this back. But now we got to talk stakes, my friends. Oh, baby. So that's spicy. the fun part. Something needs to go on that wall. That's for sure. Yeah, we need something spicy. Do we want... We could have apology videos. We haven't done an apology video in a while. We could do... So the issue is it's not memento versus sync. So, like, it doesn't feel as personal, right? If you and I have to apologize that we were wrong about memento, so, it's not a big deal. If you have to apologize that you're wrong about G2, that's, <laughs> like, that's tough. Th this one slightly sucks for you because you're American, but I think the apology video, we take that, but the loser has to do... So if memento lose this bet... Yeah. We will get him a full Danish suit, like oh. either a onesie or something, just like pure Danish. <laughs> and he will make the video in that apologizing to Senkoks and myself for not believing in misfits. <laughs> and of course, apologizing and admitting that Denmark is the greatest country. And you can join him there. I know you're American, but for this one, you can be Swedish. 
And we will, of course, have to do the same in, this, in the Swedish outfits. All right, I don't know if, where we get Swedish outfits, for sure. Very easy, on the internet, you can find anything. Okay, all right, I'll believe it. And if, if for whatever reason, because the suits don't actually have mouths, it can faces. be flags, one C, flags, something. face paint. One C, okay. You have to be done. Actually, up. no. They need but, the. Oh, you need the hat. You need the clap hat. Yeah. <laughs> but we also need a dance. You, you want to oh, dance? I want. I want the apology. Yes, and then yes, yes, you have yes, to, yes, yes, yes. You have to do the dance. You know, after apology. What yes, kind of dance thing. do you want? It can be like a five-second thing, I guess. Uh, I was thinking about the volleyball that you we did champion, about before, you can but that's Maurice. You can say champion dance, and you can wait to pick the champion dance. No dancing. <laughs> it's five seconds, man. You and me together. Yes. Show your moves to the world, brother. I mean, if you. you, you okay, sure, sure. Yeah, because sure. you're just going to win, right? I mean, so Olivia, it doesn't matter. No, anymore. no. That's we can take the volleyball dance. Amazing, he's not going to do it anyway. He's on the wall of shame forever. Disgusting. Do you want to grab it from him? Steal that? No, from we can pick him? a no. champion later. Save the champion. Because there's great dances in League of Legends. We can get the, the viewers or listeners to maybe yeah. come up with Ooh, champion dances. Yeah. Get to vote for the dance. They okay, get to sure. vote for the dance. Yeah, I'm done. That's good. All right. Great okay. So, G2 wins. Yes. Send Cooks and myself. Grab some Swedish outfits. Full Swedish outfits. Yeah. We'll make a video apologizing to Memento and you and yes. G2 Esports. And G2 Esports. For not believing. And of course, saying that Sweden is the, the best. The best. Yes. And we will then do five seconds of whatever, whatever champion dances. Whatever dance that Twitter wants. Yes. That Twitter wants. And the other way around, Misfits win. Danish outfits for you guys. The American is in. Why not? <laughs> All right. I think that's great. All right. And we need pictures, of course, that goes on the wall. Yeah, and yeah. you have to record the dance. And as a rule, <laughs> understandably, if you've had a rough game day, you don't have to do it this weekend, but you have to do it before. Yeah, you do it during the week. Before, during the week, before, like, next week's else. I mean, we have to do it in the studio, basically. Yeah, so just, yeah. I mean, ideally, if after Friday, do it on Saturday. Let's just say we do it on Saturday. Hopefully everyone's in a or good Or we do it on the next Friday before the show. Sure. Can't live without. Uh, we give it a week deadline, as we've learned from uh, our wall of shame friend over there, Maurice, amazing Stuck and And we know it's going to happen. We need to put deadlines on things, <laughs> or you have to put people on the wall of shame. It will for sure happen, because we are both in it. And yep. we have a producer who will hunt us down if it's not getting done. His name is right. Phil. Uh, He's great. His name is Phil, yeah. He's uh, very aggressive. We'll so it, it will for sure happen. Uh, I will ho hope, I really, I will, I don't know what I will, but I really hope that both me and Senkuk do not have to admit I hope that so too. we are the inferior Scandinavian country. I, I have no horse in this, but I, I will find sure it funny to make you both admit that, because I know really the rivalry is strong between your two countries. Right. Okay, so Twitter questions. We've, been, we've gone a little long, so we only have time for one today. But I want to get one from Mr. Bactos at BactosFR. Now, I'm going to tell you his original question, but I'm going to change it slightly because I find the version that I'm going to give you funnier. All right, as a mid laner, how does at Senkuk see the actual meta, and what are his thoughts about great players like Reckless related to the bench? Balance issue or diva drama? I'm going to change this. Reckless. Balance issue with League of Legends, or is he being a diva? Think about it. I'm going to have both of you answer. But I'm going to put a little pressure on you. All right. What kind of pressure? <laughs> oh my god. This is where you definitely not the like video, this. by the way. <laughs> you have I to say so it to his face. <laughs> <laughs> we have a giant <laughs> so reckless crazy. cutout, by the way. So, why yeah, why do you even have that? So the why thing not? Is, is that every episode Reckless comes on, viewership goes up a little bit. So we thought we'd permanently <laughs> add him to the set, but we're revealing him like this. Yeah, he doesn't have a yeah, he doesn't have the bottom part of his legs. <laughs> Don't lie. You, when you go home, you take him with you, put him on the side <laughs> of the bed. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. He's actually on my ceiling. But it's it's like he's looking into my soul. Right. Yeah. So so. 
What does he say, Memento? Does he is he is this a balance issue holding Reckless back, or is uh, or is he being a diva? I think a little bit of both. A little bit of both. You're gonna have to explain, bud. Uh, I think it's just like yes, the meta shifted in the wrong direction for him, but you know you're a pro player and you should adapt to the meta no matter what it is. So I think in that sense he's kind of being a diva, but also I can understand his kind of point of view that he can't really adapt to these kind of mages and stuff. Mm. But I think there's no excuse to not adapting. So Small piece of like context, it. based on the interview he did with Travis, um, he said that the reason originally he didn't start practicing the new picks was because he thought within like a patch or two, yeah. Riot would regret the decision completely, change everything back to standard. Even though after the big patch, they actually released the whole thing with mages, Riot made it very clear that this is on purpose. This was not a, whoops, we messed up everything, we're all 80 <laughs> carries, that doesn't work anymore. It was more like, no, actually, this is the one role that has, since season two, basically, only had really 80 carries in it. Every other player, good old Senkux here between, or in the, in the middle here, he needs to play Lulu. Then the next game, he has to play Rise. Now he's playing Yasuo. Like he's in played, a rally game, too, where he there's popped like, up, right? Yeah. There's been, you know, bruisers, assassins, supports, tanks. Even ADs. Yeah. Even AD carries you had to play. Uh, even now you can play them. Uh, so AD carries is the only role where you were never forced to actually mm, adapt, pivot yeah. out of it. Um, so obviously he thought it's going to get changed back. But So yeah. as long as you're given this context, what do you think? Do you think it's a, is this diva... Diva drama or a balance issue? Um, I don't think it's a balance issue at all uh, because I see, uh, he obviously talked a lot about this as well, but I see a lot of AD carries around the world, even against the best teams in the world, still play AD carries uh, and make it work either in funnel comms or in traditional 2v2 lanes. Uh, if you watch the, uh, the Rift Rivals over in Asia where uh, LPL won, in a lot of those games, you have AD carries being picked, and that is for sure against the best teams in the world and not just against bad, dumb teams. Uh, yeah. Uh, which means that there are still a bunch of AD carries that can and should be played. But also Hansama. Hansama's yeah. doing it in Europe, yeah. uh, every game, um, obviously. So, so I think he's wrong in saying that you can't play AD carries. That is the diva part of it, I guess. Even though and you can then argue for are they the best or not. I just want you to say diva drama. Just say reckless is this is diva drama. I think he, he adapted way too late, which is a problem for him. And I think he's, he's too negative on AD carries. It's hard, I know. He's staring into your soul. Yeah, it really <laughs> it's is. Emotional. It's really disturbing, actually. Yeah, it's really... It's like, he, I'm glad so we added this, because this is really weird, and I love having weird stuff on our set, but this is... Uh... We have a second one, which is shirtless. Do you prefer that one? <laughs> we actually, yeah, we're going to make him... We went to Anime Expo, we I'm made him into a body pillow. Well, I think... I think right now, it's definitely a better option for Fnatic to put in people. Mm -hmm. I think it makes it... Because I've seen AD carry try to adapt to other, talking, to other champs. Like, put him back here. Yeah, solo kill's been horrible. It's, it's really painful to watch. Yeah. The only AD I think that is actually done well on these kind of mages and stuff is Viber. I think... I mean, Jan and Attila. But not on as many different champions. Oh, like okay. This, the Viber guy from Griffin, he plays like Bruisers. He played GP as well, I think, and stuff. And he's actually like really big champ pool where I think... The issues for most ADs, like Regulus, is that they've played AD now for eight years yep. or mm -hmm. whatever, and they've never really learned to practice anything else. So I think I understand the decision, and I actually think it's really good for them. Agreed. So I wouldn't say that's a diva issue. I think, though, that you can 
then while you're having in people and Riot is basically making statements that this is not going to change, you can then like learn in SolQ and whatever while give you the time while your team is getting wins on the board at the same time and you can, when you get good enough, you can come back or... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's a good point and I think had Wibbo not been there, had yeah. it just been the five starters, he would have been playing and I think we would have a completely different story where he was probably playing AD carry for some of them uh, trying to make that work and then he was playing like whatever Janna Karma for some of the other ones like he tried to do in week one which wouldn't have worked that well in the start. So I guess for me the context he gave himself to why he didn't instantly start picking up new champs actually helped me a lot in understanding yeah. the situation. Uh, I think the decision to play Whippo is the better one. I then wonder will every team if this let's just say it stays exactly the same as now will every team then start replacing their current AD carries? But that no. Like, I, I think, think so. you can still play ADs, like most teams are showing, like us and a lot of Chinese teams as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's not like it's unplayable. It's just more limited than it was before. But that's what I mean is, so if, if, if you have the chance of getting someone like, if you're saying that subbing out the best AD carry in Europe for Whippo because mages and bruisers are powerful is actually a good choice for Fnatic, what stops Rocket from subbing out HQ and saying, actually, we will get um, whatever second top laner who might not be as good as Whippo, but is still pretty good. Doesn't have to. It could be a mid or mid laner or mid laner, and we're gonna put in bot lane instead of HQ. If it's worth it with Reckless, the best AD carry in Europe, mm -hmm. surely it's worth it with most of the other AD carries. Just to clarify, he is really good at adapting, and he plays everything. Now. I'd have to pick a name as an example. All right, you're saying. <laughs> I didn't actually mean that you like. Yeah, don't put, don't put five the zigs king. I, I I think EQ actually can adapt to it. I was, I just wanted an example here. It's, with it's a good it's a good question. Just trying to find out to see, but let's have him think on it because we're out of time today. We're out of time. Year. So from myself, from our giant poster of reckless that I'm thoroughly excited about that I won't take home or offer let you guys take home. Dirty boys, don't think about that. <laughs> So from Reckless, myself, Deficio, and both of you gentlemen as well, thank you for joining us. This has been, I guess we'll call it episode four. We'll count the Dive 40 as like a separate thing. Yeah, that was a special thing. So this is episode four, the return of Deficio, maybe we'll call it. Soon the return of Reckless, I miss him. Reckless joins the family. Uh, so thanks everybody for watching. That's been Euphoria episode four. We'll see you guys next time.